Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Let there be Sarah. Let there be Boyer. Let there be Clint. Let there be sports. Let there be rock. Let there be Friday, baby. Woo-hoo! Yeah, Steve Poltz, David Keckner. Oh my gosh. Can't wait for this. Happy hour Friday. Steve Poltz is going to be, he's going to be the bartender. I think, I don't know if he wants to serve or be served. We'll have to check with him, but it's his recipe. It's his cocktail, mocktail. Love it. For today. That's going to be so much fun. He's one of those guys where... His aura alone just makes you feel better. Yes. He's a great dude, a great talent. And I want to ask him, too. I know he's been asked this before by DSC in the past, but I want to hear his answer again. He just kind of flies by the seat of his pants. There really is no plan with Steve Poltz, but he's always amazing. That's the thing. I wanted to tell you. Look, I know we do prep the night before for all our guests, but Boyer can even uh, back me up on this. You can plan all you want. You don't know where Steve's going to go at any point in any conversation or where he's going to take anything. Don't even try. Just follow. <laughs> just follow. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you, you got to love that that's about him, the too. There's best. never going to be a dull moment. And David Koechner, oh, my. Champ kind from yes. Anchorman. Love him. And Todd Packer from The Office, which I want to ask him today. Does he think that a show could actually get away with all of that in today's cancel culture? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. At least not on... Even cable television, maybe. Maybe on an HBO movie or something, but my God, and they should do that. Yeah, I know. Someone's oh. got to. Someone's got to just bring it back. Anyways. So inappropriate. Oh, this is going to be such a fun Friday. We also have King Tut tickets uh, actually coming up in just a few minutes just for waking up with us. Yeah. So you can call us in a few minutes at 888-570-1015. And Sarah, I apologize. What? I scared you this morning. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes you did. Yes you did. The early rising um, fear that everyone has that you will sleep past an alarm. Uh-huh. You beat me to work every single day. So I got to work today at 4.32 and you were not here. And I was like, oh cool. He, Because you have so much work you do for other stations and all this crazy stuff. And I was like, good. He's all caught up in his work. You know, he can sleep in a little bit later today. And then it was 5 o'clock and I'm like, you know what? He's always here by now. I'm I need to come up with a backup plan for Clint. So what what I'm going to do right now is call Clint. And if he does not answer, that means um, he slept in or his alarm didn't go off or something. Which is a fear. You're right. right. 
It is absolute fear. So I'm like, I need to get a hold of him before Boyer gets on the freeway. Because if I cannot get Clint, I am calling Boyer and I am sending him <laughs> to your house before he gets on the freeway to wake up Harley and your dog and make your butt get out of bed. Because clearly an emergency is happening here. Well, would you really have done that? 100%. Yes, she would. And 100%. Boyer, would you have come? Yeah. I knew he would. I absolutely knew he would. Well, I apologize. What happened was I, I did wake up 30 minutes later because I thought, hey, I've done a bunch of work earlier in the week. Yeah. But my garage door opener, the wire came loose and I couldn't see it in the dark. I was trying to shut it, trying to shut it, trying to shut it, trying to fix it. And finally, I was like, oh, my God. So I had to run. Fatty had to run in the garage. And, you know, you hit the button and then have to run out underneath <laughs> the door before. Yes. It, and you got to lift your leg over the sensor. Yes. Oh, yeah. I look like a oh turtle. Oh, my gosh. Trying God. to get my leg over. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, this is what it, when you had, I wish you had every security posted at your house so we could go back and see the footage of this. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It was just a lot of flab moving around. That's all it was. <laughs> and my wife's going to be pissed, by the way. I stole her house keys because I'm home before she is. Yeah. But I didn't tell her. So I'm hoping she's not too upset. You know, she probably will be a little bit, but this is one of those morning situations. Get your ass out of the door into work, and you're either going to deal with her or me. So right. <laughs> just deal with her later. Either way. Why didn't you just walk out the front door? Uh, because I couldn't lock it behind me with, oh, you're right, with the keys now that I've, because I don't use keys. I took my wife's keys. Why didn't I walk out the front door? It was early, Boyer. Leave me alone. <laughs> wow. He's the smartest guy on the show always. Not at all. Not even a chance. <laughs> not today, my friend. All right. Call us for those King Tut tickets. The exhibit is where? It's at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. It's going on right now. It's You can just go on a date night uh, like my, a Chip and I did. Or you can bring the kids. Both my kids went on a field trip and they loved it. And Summer ran home telling me all about it. So it's fun for all. All right, 888-570-1015 if you'd like a pair of passes on the KGB. It's ridiculous how long it takes them to get ready in the morning. Seriously, Boyer, you're prettier without makeup. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. Well, it is time from San Diego Sports 760, Big Rich TD and Fletch. Uh, Sarah, Brian, he listens every day. No, Sean? Sean! At, at, at Sean? Brian. At Brian. <laughs> Why don't you let this... Uh, congratulations to Sean, who won tickets to see the King Tut exhibition, and he listens to us every day at work. Yeah! And Brian Cox Mechanical, who are our Christmas angels, giving our listeners so much money every Christmas because they are just angels and they are just good people, and so we heart you. Yeah, what she said. That's, That's exactly. Leave it to me. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Sean? Sean! I, I swear, I am like Anchorman. Oh, speaking of, we're going to have Champ Kind in studio from Anchorman later on today. But I am just like Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I have it listed to shout this person out because he's a great guy. And then I erased it because I thought it was done. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not there. Who changed the prompter? Clint will yeah. read anything on the teleprompter. You go screw yourself, San Diego. Now it's time for Tits McGee and sports. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned Tits McGee. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but after one season together, uh, the Los Angeles Rams and linebacker Bobby Wagner are separating. So the Rams were approximately $13.5 million over the salary cap heading toward the new league year so Wagner and the Rams mutually agreed to part ways uh, he is a free agent in other news Paige Sporanic is that is that um, a name that sounds yes. familiar yes yeah uh, okay okay San yes. Diego State alum uh-huh. okay professional golfer turned social media influencer yeah. mm-hmm. 
and a social media sensation, understandably <laughs> so. Uh, her contact has received a little bit of backlash in the past. She's been deemed guilty of sexualizing women's golf. Uh, here is her most recent golf tutorial video. Well, let's talk about the grip. A grip change is so incredibly hard to make. And all you need is a golf club. You can be sitting on the couch watching TV, relaxing, whatever you're doing. Just grab a club and start working on your grip. So what you want to focus on oh is having Gotta move that hair. bees heading up your shoulder. <laughs> a strong grip is when the bee is heading outside of your shoulder. A weak grip is when it's heading towards <laughs> the left shoulder. And you want both bees directly up both arms. Okay. Uh, let's talk One about the bee some more. <laughs> You know what? I completely agree with her. You just keep gripping it yeah. until it's comfortable. Yeah. And that's all you need to do. I honestly did not know who she was until just now. And now that you've shown me that video, I want to know her more. Oh, I'm sure you will. Guys. Put your phone down. Put your phone down, Clint. Ladies. I'm following. Gentlemen, I mean, this is just somebody teaching us about the beautiful game of golf. <laughs> I think we can yeah. all agree. Tell me what she said about golf other than the grip. Tell me one thing. She was nope, you can't. I, she, but the 29 year old said that people were outraged over the video in which she teaches a proper golf grip, which I agree. This is outrageous, and I fully support anything she says. So do I. At all times, ever. And the bra was not lacy. It was proper. It was white. I noticed she has a nice midriff. That is. We were talking about golf. What are you doing over there? I'm looking at the video. Appropriate golf attire. I think you could get on at any country club. Wearing that. I think she's the Tiger Woods of golf. She transcends the actual sport itself. Not because of her talent, but because of her talents. You just met the girl five seconds ago, and already you're comparing her to the GOAT of golf. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, look, everybody thinks the LPGA is just full of a bunch of sturdy old lesbians. So when she comes out as a beautiful young woman with charisma and sensibilities and a gift of teaching. Yeah. Let's uh, look at this as a thank you. That's what we need this. Year. I realized that I need golf lessons. That's yeah. what I that's what I ascertained from that video. So Paige, what? if you're listening, I need help on my swing and my grip. By the hey. way, Boyer, have you ever watched a round of golf in your life? I have. Oh. Uh, when the remote control broke and I couldn't switch it <laughs> to NASCAR. I'll bet she'd turn you. You'd watch the tour, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. What's par on that hole? <laughs> <laughs> Of course. You are the one who has control and puts the mics on. <laughs> you know so what happened? You put a mic on and then you went. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I was stretching and I leaned back and it pushed my chair forward and the chair's high enough that I do this every day. I hit my nuts on the soundboard and it hurt. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> every day. Oh, my God. Hey, David Keckner's in. He's going to be in at early 7 o'clock, but he's in the green room. Yeah, he's here hanging out in our office. He is in a fantastic mood. He's going to be a lot of fun today, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, you've got some odd jobs that celebs have had. Yeah, I found this list of random jobs that rock artists had before they made it big in music. And some of these I just cannot picture. Some make total sense. Um, but like this one, Chris Cornell. Before he was a rock star, uh -huh. uh, he worked as a fish handler for a seafood company. He had to wipe up the slime and throw away fish guts. Ugh. I tell you what, my dad <laughs> used to have to, in a slaughterhouse with bulls oh, and God. cows, nope. 
No. Clean that stuff up. No. Yeah. I think that's just as bad. Did did you ever go to... No. To work with him? No, no, not there. Okay, did he come home smelling like dead animal? Uh, This was before I was born, when he met my mother... Oh. And, oh, yeah. And he would tell me stories. He became a butcher because of that and actually worked in meat houses. But, oh, he, yeah. Your dad was a butcher, and yet you have a huge slab of meat. You didn't even know how to cook or cut or prepare. You had to take over to have Shannon cover. Your father. I didn't he is pay still attention. alive. Yes. I would not tell him this secret. I would keep this a secret. <laughs> I did call him, actually, and say, Dad, I asked Shannon at STP to cut my meat. I'm sorry I didn't ask you. He's like, you think I want to do that? I'm, I'm retired. Well... He might have run back crazy in the day with Ozzy Osbourne, who worked at a slaughterhouse where he had to cut cows open. Is that where? I'll bet you that's where he got that sick, demented idea to bite that bat, that bat's head off on stage. That's You know that's real. Yeah. He really did that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's where he got that brain yeah, thing. This seems like a job he might actually enjoy. Right? <laughs> you think he got mad cow disease or something? Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Poor Kurt Cobain did the job that never pays enough at all. He was a janitor. Ooh, that is a worthy profession, but you have to have the aptitude of you don't care what you're cleaning up. Mm-hmm. I commend you for that. Speaking of cleaning things up, um, Mick Jagger, he was a hospital porter in a psychiatric facility. Hell no. I used to work at Edgemore in Santee. What is that? Oh, it's, it's psychiatric. Yeah, I was on a level where, oh yeah. And I was 15 doing a work permit. Were you uh, working there? <laughs> that's what he believed. That's the story he remembers, boy. Okay. Like Dave used to say, Shutter Island, I was actually a patient. I don't no. want to set him off. Let me tell you, it, it, it was a, an eye-opening experience. I had some great people that I worked with, but I would not do what he did. That's one level further. Heck yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. I don't know how long he lasted there, but hopefully not too long. Uh, Rob Zombie. He was a production assistant on the set of Pee-wee's Playhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to use the phone. Oh, my God. I know. I suppose the more we learn about that show and those people, like, okay, whatever, that might make more sense then. But I grew up on Pee-wee's Playhouse. Did you? Yeah. I wonder if Rob was with him in that little uh, theater when he was... uh... (laughs) Axel Rose worked at Tower Records, and if Karen walked in there to ask for the manager, she would have gotten Axel. He was Ooh. a manager there. Tower Records in LA. That's a cool job. It's a great job. Are you job. kidding me? Yeah, but if Axel, if you're complaining about customer service to Axel, it's a good way to get your ass kicked. Yeah, you think he cared? I don't think he <laughs> cared at all. He probably waited for those Karens to come in. Uh, and Debbie Harry. Now, I did not know this one, but something tells me you boys know all about this. Debbie Harry was a Playboy bunny at the New York City Club from 1968 to 1973. I don't know about you, Boyer, but I've always thought she was pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Call boy. me. What you, that's not an unusual thing to say. No. Right? Yeah, Debbie Harry was totally hot. Mm-hmm. See, pretty women in rock and roll? That'll never work. Hey, what year was she a Playboy? <laughs> what year was she a Playboy bunny? 1968 to 73. I'm looking for those magazines online. Oh, boy. She might have just been in the club. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll look. Might have, yeah. The internet the is a wonderful club. resource, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Clint. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about you guys, but my worst job I had before I started doing this was, um, God, for just the Christmas season, I worked at Victoria's Secret, and I got put on the side where they did perfume and makeup, and I got sent out into the middle of the mall, and I had to be that girl who was like, would you like a spritz? 
Would you like a spell? You were one of those? Would you like to try a love spell? I died. It was the worst, most awkward thing ever. And then this one woman came in and she wanted me to do her makeup. But she was definitely over 80 and she was so old. And it's hard to do eyeshadow on um, that Octogenarians? On that skin that doesn't have as much elasticity in the <laughs> eyelids and they droop and she wanted blue and she only wanted blue and I made her look a little bit like a smurf so I got <laughs> fired. I literally that's the only one of the only jobs I can remember ever being fired from. It did not last long. Legitimate question. I don't know how long you were there but if you were the spritz girl in the mall. Yes. How many times did you get hit on? Because they always got hit on. Always. <sighs> That's so weird. I never realized until that job how many men actually wanted to try to wear perfume. Uh -huh. Now that you say that. <laughs> or that in quotations, girlfriend that's not with them. Uh, yeah, no, it was horrible. God, that's, I've had better moments. If we ever have a bet on this show <laughs> and you lose, that should be the payoff. That would suck. I know. It really does. <laughs> Coming up at 7 o'clock, we have David Koechner, uh, Todd Packer from The Office, if you will. She has the face for television. Isn't she gorgeous? The other two found the perfect job for their faces. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. 101.5 KGB FM San Diego. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. The bottom line is, <laughs> you've been spending a lot of time with this lady, Ron. You're a member of the Channel 4 news team. That's a given. That's a given. We need you. <clears throat> Hell, I need you. I'm a mess without you. I miss you so damn much. <laughs> I miss being with you. I miss being near you. I miss your laugh. <laughs> uh, I, miss, I miss your scent. I miss your musk. <laughs> When this all gets sorted out, I think you and me should get an apartment together. Just take it easy, champ. Why don't you stop talking for a while? <laughs> Maybe sit the next couple plays out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. quit saying things when they crop up there in the old skull, huh? Man, I gotta tell you, David Koechner in studio. He's at the American Comedy Company. We're gonna talk about all of that in just a second. However, yes. Champ kind of anchorman, Todd Packer of The Office, and in over 200 films and television shows, you do stand-up comedy. I don't know how you have the time for it because you're always busy, but that scene, how much of that in Anchorman was scripted? How much was just you riffing? <clears throat> it's hard to remember. Here's the way we Adam McKay would do the, the, the movie. Um, we would shoot the scripted version of the movie at least three times. So, I mean, you know, do at least three takes or more. And then he was satisfied, like, we got it. Then he would start saying, let's let the squirrel out of the bag. That became the saying. It wasn't the start of it, but it just became the fun, like, let the squirrel out of the bag, which means we're going to improvise on this take. Yes. Yeah. So, Were those your uh, favorite? Were those your favorite ones? Uh, it, the whole thing was my favorite. You, I could not tell you what was my favorite. The entire concern was my favorite. I couldn't believe that I'm doing this. You know, I'd, I'd known Will for a couple years. I'd known Steve for a long time. known Adam for a long time. And the fact that we got to do this, and it was the funniest script I'd ever read. My first instinct when I heard we're going to improvise, like, Will, we can't. This script is so funny. Nothing can be funnier than this script in my mind. But then it's like, well, who cares? Their attitude was... It doesn't matter. We've already got what we intended to shoot. 
so everything else is a bonus. So there's no failure. What a beautiful way to approach something, right? Yes, and thank you for telling me that because especially here in San Diego, Anchorman is like a Bible of all movies. You know what I mean? We we take it very seriously here. And so I didn't want you to... You know, ruin the fantasy that it was as fun to shoot. And oh, it was, it was amazing! It was amazing. I just thinking back to that. I was thinking about what happened that day, and you are amped up. And really, the thing uh, all of us felt was I need to keep up with everybody else. So you felt like okay. That's why I think the movie works on a different chemical electricity because. We were all so tuned in, like, you've got to pay attention and do your best. I'll tell you a quick story real quick. Um, After the first week, myself, Steve Carell, and Paul Rudd would hang out in each other's trailer uh, first thing in the day. And at that next Monday, the first Monday, we all had the same story. We'd gone home and told our wives, oh, my gosh, I can't keep up. Everyone else in this movie is so much better than me. I don't know what I'm doing. It was so funny that, you know, these people who are amazing, we all had the same thought. Like everyone's killing it. Yeah. Because as a normal person sitting here, and I'm sure Sarah and Boyer feel the same way, we don't think that way about you because you're so damn funny. And as you said, Will Ferrell and everybody, Paul Rudd, you guys had so much fun on that movie that it translated to the big screen. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Now, then there's The Office. Yeah. Oh, my God. Todd Packard. Yeah. You were, and I mean this as a compliment, such a jackass. Yeah. It was, you stole scenes. And how do you do that? From Steve Carell, who is one of the best in the business. Well, it's it's so well written. I mean, honest, that's that's what it is, right? You've got this great script, and you they write you a scene where you get to play a complete jackass. You can't ever act like that in life, and now you've got the freedom just to do it and say awful things to other people's faces. Come on. <laughs> the chance to ever act as a villain in a role i would totally want that more than being the heroine you know because you could really go cray cray yes well, you might appreciate this you know how you say that the things that you think but you don't say right well that's boyer in the corner uh-huh. right there. yeah i get day. to do that four hours a day i get to be a, a total dickhead for four hours and then after that i've ex- pretty well and you nailed it lost my gas yeah i get to be a nice guy the other 20 20 hours of the day but you know le- le- let go of the stuff that might cause you consternation and you totally. just let it go there you go there's right. a boyer word right there's Leave a boyer word i gotta say in the hallway before we started this i could not believe it almost seemed like we saw a spark happen between david and boyer they're the same height i couldn't i'm like oh my god they could be brothers or or uh. very far distant cousins hopefully for you david but you guys just had you had this connection i didn't expect to happen Oh, you had a moment no, talking about the English nice. language. You guys understood each other in a way Clint and I do not understand him. You seem to get our boyer. Well, my guess is we're probably curious persons. Uh, that's what our goal. I mean, that's the curious goal, right? in the Always. good straight sense, not curious in oh, the no, no. weird aberrant sexual <laughs> we behavior <laughs> sense. I'm curious. We're curious about humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Why do people do things? Right. I'm going to stop people in the How in does, the parking lot. Why did you park that way? Why didn't oh, you just pull boy, forward? Right? Oh, no. That way you don't have <laughs> yep. to back out of the parking spot. Yep. And then then forgive. Yeah. Because really, when you're questioning why did you park that way, there's a nice uh, flame of anger going there. You know, on a stove, they used to always have a pilot light. I don't know if people remember. On a gas stove, there used to be a thing called a pilot light, yeah. which was always on oh, yeah. to make sure that you could have... Now it's a spark, but you could have... Uh, you know, instant flame when you need it. I don't know about you, but I always have a pilot light for my instant anger that needs to go to full boil. 
like for when people park that way. <laughs> By you mean park that way, like not the way I wanted you to. Well, I, uh, I, you're a little edgier than I am, I think. I think the word's angry. <laughs> We might be yanging yang because he's he's much more at peace with himself. No, he is not. Okay, full of it right now. Don't (laughs) let him fool you. All right, well he's fooled me. I'm (laughs) acting. (laughs) <laughs> now, I wonder if some of this comes through on your YouTube channel, which, by the way, it's full on Keckner. Yeah. OK, and I discovered this yesterday. Uh-huh. I knew all about you in your movies and your TV shows. I did not know you had a YouTube channel and I will be subscribing today, but I watched several clips. First of all, I implore you, please post more because, my God, it's funny. I thank you so much because I, to tell you the honest truth. I had forgotten about it. It's pretty clear. I'm not kidding you. I like that. I My well, life is pretty full. Yeah, you're busy. But your challenge this morning uh, has lit a, a, pile, a fire in me. <laughs> and I told you guys, I was like, I'm going to write down a full page of ideas of what to do on the YouTube channel. And I've got some ideas. And I don't necessarily know if I want to tell you yet. Because then I have to do it. Um, but I've got, it, it has inspired me. To come up with something something simple and fun, like we talked about. It's got to be fun to do, and it's easy. You just do it. I love that you are being so generous with this, because I felt bad for you, David, because in the hallway, Clint's over here telling you what you need to do with your channel, what you need to do with your I life, know. you're not being enough, whatever, but you actually you actually appeared to listen to him and, and play with it. Well, it's, it's the simplest uh, opportunity to be creative, because you, know, you don't overthink it, just go do it, and it's fine. You know, you could you could take it as like, oh, I don't know how to take this hammer and chisel and make a great piece of art. No one's saying make a great piece of art. Just show up. Yes. Yeah. And that's enough. Yes. Hey, my business coach, Terry Harris, says good enough is good enough. Well, Boyer told me this morning, just show up and that's fine. <laughs> so one, I loved you talking about your family wanting another dog. But my favorite thing you did, and I want more of this, uh-huh. was I laughed out loud for the minute 30 seconds. Cats hitting guys in the balls. Yes. That is an actual thing he did. Yeah. And I laughed out loud in my office upstairs yesterday when I was watching this. That was years ago. We shot something and we looked and the number one uh, thing that was watched on YouTube was cat videos. Then I thought, well, how can we put that together with something all <laughs> men, i.e. boys, like cats hitting people in the balls? Yeah, I mean, my, come this on. is right at my 10-year-old's alley. He'd yeah. be all over that. My guess is you could just Gold. keep doing that every day, present a, a cat hitting someone in the balls. <laughs> that and farts. Yeah, it's so true. Ugh. Men, it. it turns Ugh. out, are base individuals. <laughs> I have a quick question. Yes. So I, I saw I saw yesterday, I think it was, that the Goldbergs uh-huh. is going to be coming to an end. And I'm so yeah. bummed because I love that show. You play Lainey's dad on that show. And so do you know, are you, do you have work to do on that show before it's ending? I'm always wondering, like, oh, did you know this was going to come to an end? Are you scripted in it? Uh, no one knew. And I don't know that it's actually decided unless they said this is it, it, it. Because uh, when I was there maybe a week ago, um, that there was... The idea of like it's over, maybe not over, I don't know. But this is the 10th season, which is a good long run. Yeah. And some of the greatest people I've ever worked with, amazing. You know, it, it, so it's so much fun to always play with those people. I know. I feel like it's, I saw something about May 3rd could be, you know, could be it. Uh-huh. So I hope I'm not breaking bad news to you. Hopefully, No, no, no. It rumor, doesn't matter. But... It is what it is. I don't have control over it. And I'm like that. I'm happy that it, it happened. So, and I don't, it's not necessarily uh, decided is my understanding. Got it. But it's also like it could be. And so people, you know, 
you, you can all move on. It's yeah. I'm curious when when series like this comes to an end, do you guys get to have rap parties? They or- do. Uh, I'm out of town. Oh, you're out of town. Yes, oh. yes, I know. I know. I'm you know got to go out and make that money for the kids. I know. I'm always curious how, what happens at these rap parties. Did you have one for the office? Uh, I think so. I, like that was a few years ago. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. A lot of beers ago. You know, we have FOMO yeah. when you miss out on these parties. I'm always like, oh, I bet those are so fun. You know, they can be and they can be because then, you know, if you go into it saying, what's my obligation here, right? Do I have to try to make this something or do you just, you know, mm-hmm. show up and let it happen? I can't remember what our quote was, boys. Is your Uh-oh. nickname boys? Boyer. I know. But no one's giving you the nickname of boys? No. How is that possible? Uh, because Deuce most bag, people um, like me. Would <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you consider that an uh, insult? No. Uh, How about boyo? Boyo. Ooh, no I one calls like you that. boyo? Uh, it's the same number of syllables as boyer. It's I know, not but appreciably that, that's discounted. An old, uh, that's an old uh, expression of, of greeting. Hey, boyo. From like You're, the 50s, yeah. Exactly. Probably older than the 50s, maybe. No, no one's ever said, hey, old boyo. Not to my face, no. Well, just, <laughs> just did. Do you not like that? Does that not feel I'm good fine to you? With it. I don't care. I, I hey, actually, old boyo in the corner. <laughs> Promise us this because I yes. know you have uh, other stations to get to because yeah. you're a popular guy. First of all, we love you, man. We're huge yes. fans. If Anchorman comes back, oh, I'll be the happiest guy on the earth. But we do want to hit real quick. Uh, next time you come in, yes. SNL, want to talk about that, your oh, history with that. Right, right. But you have some shows coming up at the American Comedy Company. Yes. And that is tonight and tomorrow, 7 30 and 9 30 for both. Nights, if I'm right. Yeah, because there is a five o'clock show, but it's sold out. Yeah, yes, office trivia is sold out, gang. So sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is AmericanComedyCo.com for those tickets. David, man, you are a pleasure. I will, I'm not kidding. You guys have inspired me. I'm going to make some, yes. I'm going to start doing things. Yes. And uh, yes, I'll, we'll be in touch. Oh, God, please. Because this, uh, this, this, I was like, wow, it, it's not hard to do, gang. Just a couple minutes a day, get it out there. I appreciate you. All we want, David. In the corner. (laughs) All we want is before every video, when you're a million plus subscribers, Uh to say, "I want to thank KGB Mornings for the inspiration." That that has to be there. Uh huh. Sure. It has to be there. (laughs) Thanks, man. Love you. Thank you. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. From down the hall, the big man himself, it is the Big Rich Sports Report on the 101.5 KGB. I have a huge... Hello. Hello. Yeah. I... Did you did you go out of the settings? Nothing happened? Turn them off. Turn them on again. Help! What the hell? Oh, hell. I didn't do any of that. Check, check, check. What in the world? Did you change the mic. thing turn from the... Mic. Turn on that mic. All right, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Did nothing. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to fix this. Just give me a second. Or maybe we could share a mic. <laughs> This is making Clint's now dreams come true. Am I, oh, thank you. Is, is this oh. happening? No. He's, okay, I'm coming back here. Come on over. Oh, boy. I Clint, touched nothing, I swear. It's your best Friday ever. Are you going to be nice up and close and personal with right, Rich yeah, right now? Right. The two of them so are the sharing good mic. a I'll mic. for you, Rich. I'll oh, get yeah. this on video so you never forget you this moment. Me, how does my voice sound in this thing? Oh, Incredible. Wow. Clint, I don't this know is... if he can handle you this way. Look at that. I'm telling you right now, you got me excited, fella. Um, So, yeah, here's a quick sports report, and then I have a huge life update. Uh, New Washington Commanders offensive coordinator Eric Biennemi made it clear during his opening news conference that he's not focused on using the position Atlanta head coaching job. Washington hired Biennemi last week to rejuvenate the offense that has struggled in Coach Ron Rivera's first three seasons. 
You naughty boy. <laughs> Billionaire Jeff Bezos may soon be the owner of an NFL team. The founder of Amazon, Bezos, hired an investment firm of Allen & Company to evaluate a potential bid for the commanders. Allen & Company previously handled the for sale of Panthers to David Tepper and the Broncos to the Walton Penner Group. Current Commander's owner Daniel Snyder reportedly wants to sell the team for $7 billion. It's a lot of cheese. That shouldn't be an issue. Bezos, who's got a net worth of almost $120 billion, is one of the world's wealthiest people. Okay. We did a darkness retreat on our show. We did a darkness retreat down the hall. When, When did you start? Okay, so we did it. Okay, hang on. So we got on the air at 6:30. We completely blacked out all of the uh, all of the windows. We were wondering, Boyer and I, what the hell you were doing earlier today. We used tinfoil, a lot of it, yeah. yards. I thought it was either um, like alien invasion or a porn shoot. That's what we thought, porn shoot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it, there were hands. There were there was a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of touching. So. Uh. Aaron Rodgers went into the darkness. He emerged two days later. We tried this for 15 minutes, and I got to tell you, I had anxiety immediately. Oh, my God. And you had company with you. You, you, I expected more of you. I got up and opened a beer. Like, that's how <laughs> that's how terrified I was. Wandered over to the Yeti cooler. In the dark, Ben, our co-host, jumped out of his chair. Did not see him do this. Army crawled across the floor and tried to grab my leg. My brain told me bear, so I immediately went into fight or flight mode. And so I I screamed like a woman. I'm going to ask him to send the audio over to you because it was absolutely terrifying. And did you have night vision goggles on for any of this at any point? Or no infrared, the- no night vision. Not even no- for the cameras, for the gram? We, sum- we submerged ourselves into the dark. We tried to do this the most honest and authentic way we could. Did it end up being what you thought it would be? Was it worth it? I feel... Like a changed man, I feel um, somehow more calm and sedate in my life now, and honestly more open to the relationship that you've been proposing since the beginning of our time working together, Clint. Well, we're closer now than ever, so why not? Right here, right now. I mean, you can't cut glass. Look at that, man. Seriously. Cardboard boxes. You are so lucky we have absolutely no HR department in this building. They fired that department. That's not even a joke. Yeah, they got rid of them. And that was probably (laughs) for the best and also for the worst. Quite Um, frankly, they see the, you know, this group here. I quit. I quit. They were hitting on everybody. And honestly, I just took the the whatever is the FCC training. They said man-to-man nipple touching is strictly encouraged. (laughs) You know what? I'm in, but I'm shorter than you. Ready? We're just nipple to nipple. Oh, good. Good. It's happening. There it is. Oh, wow. that's actually not diamonds, bad. baby. I'll diamonds. tell you what. Wow. So listen, was it a mess? Yeah. Am I a mess? Yeah. But we learn, we live, and we go on. I think Clint better go back and review Paige Spirinak's advice. <laughs> Just grab onto it until it doesn't hurt anymore. Work on your grip. Work on your grip, baby. All right. Up next is Steve Poltz in studio. Thanks, Rick. Ooh, I just got a text from a little funky white boy. Steve Poltz has arrived. He has pulled into the parking lot, so... Very excited to actually talk to him. I always heard him on DSC with you guys, always. And he's always such a great guest. Only met him in person once, and I'll remind him of when that was. Such a good dude and so entertaining. This is going to be fun. You know what's going to be fun, Sarah? Yeah. 
What? You deciding in the next 30 seconds as to whether or not are you going to oh. Big Bear? Your car's all packed. Oh What's up? Oh my gosh, the anxiety. Listen, Chip had a boys weekend plan to go to Big Bear this weekend. And then when we heard that it was basically going to be a blizzard, and I'm not lying, there is going to be blizzard conditions that hit tonight and go through tomorrow. Right. Five feet of snow is what they're talking about. Uh-huh. Whoa. He's like, not only is he not canceling the trip, he's like, you have to come. You have to come with us. And it's not a crime to the boys because there is another cabin that we'll be in. And I don't know. He can go hang out with them all weekend if I can't make it snowboarding or whatever. But I'm worried. I'm like, I don't know how to snowboard in five feet of powder. I've never snowboarded in powder ever. And I'm not that good. But it's an adventure um, it's time away from the kids for just Chip and I. And I'm like, how can I not go? I'll tell you how I cannot go, first of all. Aside from the whole danger thing, possibly, of just driving through that. and um, The roads could possibly get shut down on Sunday, which would be the day I have to drive back home. So I'm mm-hmm. here for you boys on Monday morning. Oh, I think we know the plan already, Boyer. <laughs> I think she's setting us up for, I couldn't help it. I went. I didn't know. And now I'm up in Big Bear for an extra Two or three days. No, I know. There is a legit chance that I wouldn't be able to drive home from the mountain till Monday. And I know that I know that is a, a risk I'm taking right now. And that is the only thing holding me back from not going. I don't I don't care the adventure of trying to get up there and maybe we get snowed in or whatever. And that would actually be fun. And I would love that time with Chip. I would love it so much, you guys. So all I'm saying is that the only reason I wouldn't go is if you two won't let me risk it. Here's the thing. Honestly, Boyer, I, I, I think I can speak for both of us. When when we say, really think it through. It's about your family. It's about going on an adventure like you just said. And, and maybe the trip of a lifetime. Don't do it because we can't do this without you. Yeah. I knew it. You guys, was it not laying it on thick enough? Literally, if you two said we have no problem with it, you should go. We'll have you on the phone if we need to. We can call in and be on the show through your phone on Monday. So be it. We can do this. We're professionals. Do you remember what happened the last time you had to take the morning off? <laughs> you weren't, your taillights were not out of view yet before we were on the phone. <laughs> okay, what do we do now? Right. This is 100% accurate. It is like Letting the monkeys in the zoo run around without the zookeeper. Here's the other part to this. What would Jesus do? Jesus wants this show to succeed. Jesus wants us to care about the people listening. I think Jesus says you shouldn't go. Jesus is a real family guy, okay? He's a real family man, likes to spend a lot of time with his loved ones and spread love and joy. Traveling the world Traveled with strangers. Traveled the world. He was an adventurous, an adventurer. He never went you know? skiing. <laughs> There's nothing in the Bible, I swear to God. There's nothing in the Bible to talk about Jesus skiing for 40 the, days. Maybe you don't swear to his father while you are talking about him. Hold on, Ecclesiastes 1 through 12, it says, <laughs> snow that powder... In God's word. It does know. say it. There was uh, let, let there be light. Let there be this and that. I don't know that there was let there be snow. <laughs> let there be snow. I don't remember that passage. It's all part of his creation. Honestly, I don't know about you, Boyer, but I say she really, just being completely transparent here, I think she should go. I say it's family time. I say you get stuck on the mountain. And I say you have to call in for four hours on Monday if I, you don't make I it. I will totally do that. Here's the thing, Chip. Literally, it's like, hey, I need an answer now because we're leaving right now. If you're not going to, they're literally waiting for me to get off work and we're going. Oh, if they're waiting for you now, you have to go. And he's like, but we'll go right now because I think the storm is going to hit around three o'clock. So we're trying to beat the snow. We're literally racing the blizzard. 
All right, so, so you figure so. it's three hours there, yeah. but with the snow and up the hill another eight hours, you'll be there by yeah, nine tonight. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So all I need is your blessing, guys, which I think I'm getting. I think I'm getting. I got from you, Clint, this one in the corner being really quiet over here. I think you should go. <gasps> Look at that. Okay, love you. Just love please you. make sure you hold our hands all Monday morning if you're not here. Somehow by the phone, via Zoom, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's so weird. You know, I just heard it's just a thing. Maybe all the phone lines could be down too. I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, my. <laughs> it's another spa day, only this time in Big Bear. Yay. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, Steve Poltz. He's coming in studio in just a few minutes, and he is the man. If you've never heard him, he is a riot from start to finish. Get ready to fall in love next. No need to drink coffee in the morning. Clint has had enough for all of us. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. 101.5 KGB. The man, the myth, the legend, founding member of the Rugburns. I don't know, 14 albums, 8 million singles. That's all? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. He's not busy. <laughs> Steve Pultz. How's it going? Dude, we're so stoked to have you in. Yeah, it was cool when I came in and saw you sitting here. This was a surprise. Well, this is funny because we were just discussing how I got, you know, I got really lucky and blessed to have this position with Sarah and Boyer and Big Rich, who you'll meet uh, later on, I'm sure, at some point. But I've met you before, and I know you couldn't place it. Remember Channel 6 San Diego Living? Yes. It was like five or six years ago. It was for your birthday bash. We were promoting it. I was a host with Linda Martin, except now I'm like 30 pounds heavier. So you probably thought, and that can't be him. He's eating donuts. <laughs> but that's where I met you. And that interaction with him, guys, and I'm sure it's the same for you. He left that studio. His aura, your aura, Steve, is peace. And I'm serious. And love and just tranquility and, of course, entertainment. But I, when you left, I told everybody in the studio, how much better I felt. Oh, it's contagious. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You don't look like you gained weight. And you're a liar. <laughs> no. He doesn't, does he? Um, we've known him for a while. Um, but take not, off not your shirt. Let it. me take Do pictures it. of you. Just take undress for me real quick so I can look at you. Let me have a look at you. You'd never eat again. <laughs> I think you look good. Like in that shirt, you're wearing dark. Yes. It goes with you. You got a little bit of growth there on your chin. <laughs> I mean, you're looking good. You look tan. You look healthy. Thank you. Enough about me. Let's talk about Steve Pultz. Yeah, he's here on Happy Hour Friday with us today. And actually, we're just going to get right into some fun right now. Cool. Steve sent us a mocktail recipe, his favorite one. Yeah. For pina colada. And then I would like you to know that the song playing right now, Escape, you completely ruined this song for me. Well, I'm sorry about that. I had no idea what this song song was really about <laughs> wait what's oh, really? it about i don't get it i know have you ever have listened, you listened to, the lyrics? to it yeah a bunch it's, it's about drinking pina coladas getting no. caught in the rain yeah party time right yeah no. so the dude is up late at night and he's totally bored and he calls his wife his old lady so right away there's some problems going on like this song today wouldn't pass the mm -mm. smell test <laughs> So he's in bed, and he's admitting he's looking in the personal ads. This is pre-Tinder. Wait, what? So he's looking in the personal ads. He's bored. His wife's asleep, and he sees an ad, and the ad says, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga and you have half a brain. Now, why did they throw yoga under the bus back then? It was the 70s, because like now yoga's so po That's popular. Right. But it's like, if you're not, like, what was the one thing? It was like this... 
this uh, person who put the ad is like an assassin about yoga. <laughs> and it means if you have half a brain, because if you're into yoga, you don't have half a brain. Got I it. guess apparently if you're not into health food. So like this it is, is pre-gluten free, pre-vegan, <laughs> pre-cancel culture. So this person is in bed looking at the personal ads and then has to write an ad and send it in the U.S. mail. He couldn't just like send a quick DM, <laughs> slide into the DMs on Instagram mm, or something. Day. See, this no. is the problem with songwriters and talented people like Steve Holtz. <laughs> they look so deeply into things. They can ruin songs. I know. And then he goes on. So he writes a letter to the newspaper, like the weekly, like the reader or whatever he saw the personal ads. And then the chick says, meet me at O'Malley's, this bar. So he goes to meet her, but then it's his wife who walks in. And he says, I didn't know. She says, I didn't know you like pina coladas. You've been together 20 years and you didn't know. And she wants to make love at midnight in the dunes of a cape and get caught in the rain. Have you ever made love in the dunes by a cape? <laughs> it's like Sandy. Yeah, I think it sounds <laughs> not good. hot in the movie, but horrible in real life. And do you really want to be caught in the rain? And plus, if you're making love in the dunes, isn't some pervo dude in the bushes there? Always. Like them posting pictures right away and putting them on porn net or something, whatever it's called. You porn? I don't know. Not what do you kids like... listen to? <laughs> good cover. Uh, I don't know. Right? What is it that you kids watch? These we days? don't have a clue. Wink, wink. And so she comes in and he see he goes, and then he calls her, it was my own lovely lady. Now she goes from being his boring old lady to it was my own lovely lady. I need the smile and the curve of her face. And then she looks at him and they start laughing. No way, dude. This is going to be a Jerry Springer episode. She's going to start throwing punches at him. 100%. She's right? throwing the pina colada in his face. But then what right does she have to do that? Because she's the one who originally placed the ad. So maybe they should just become a thruple and find somebody <laughs> if we were going to update the song. Don't you think? Yeah, normally I'm not into thruples, but that's not a bad yeah. idea in this case. Because they need some kind of saving here. You know what I like how off? you said that. What throws me off about this is that all these years, it's such a mellow song. Yacht rock. Right. Totally. Who knew the meaning? Well, you did, but... And Did you seriously not know this, Sarah? No, no, I'm not even joking. Because because of the <laughs> melody, because at every Yacht Rock concert I go to, they play it and everyone loves it and sings along. It's a happy tune, so it must be happy lyrics. I thought that was the rule of songwriting. Well, the right? hook, the chorus is so good. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, it's like, yeah, you're just singing along at Yacht Rock. But when you really analyze the song and hold it under a microscope in today's 2023 cancel culture mm-hmm. world... Does the song pass the smell test? And what about you just saying, I'm not normally into thruples? Not at all. Not normally. (laughs) (laughs) Right away, that red flags went up, Sarah. Like, not normally, just sometimes? (laughs) You you piqued my interest. Maybe this could help. (laughs) Only on a Saturday. (laughs) So what if the song, like, how would you update that song today? Like, you would have to say, and plus, what if they retired? And they were in a retirement home, and now they're that old. Have you heard about the village in Florida with all the loofahs? Of course. It's right up their alley. Can you expand on that for me, though? Because <laughs> I. Is it at the villages? The villages in Florida is an old people's home. I mean, yeah. It's a horrible thing to call it, but that's what it is. And now they have color-coded loofahs if you are into swinging, and you put it on your golf cart, and let's say, like, white. 
I just want to watch. You know, I don't. I want to come to the party. Maybe I'll watch. Yellow. Okay, maybe you can touch my little booby here. But like that's up. I don't want to do anything else. No yellows if they want to be peed on. Oh, that's it. That's right. And then you start getting into the deeper colors, and that means you stay know, away from rain. the brown loofah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that place has the highest concentration of STDs. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. Not that I've ever heard of it. But. <laughs> Are you playing there next, Steve? Is that where you're gonna go? That's my next gig. <laughs> and you know what's funny is that it's actually a bartender who kind of came out and started revealing all these secrets about the stuff that's really going on. So there is a snitch in the building at the bar, of course, where everyone's guard is down. They're having all the pita coladas. Wow. Maybe that's code. We yeah. need to all take a trip to the <laughs> villages. <laughs> Would KGB pay for that? <laughs> Let's you, ask them. You ask and you let us know. And we'll go there and sing the pina colada song. Invite the boss. Yeah. Maybe we have a shot to go. That would be awesome. <laughs> Should we watch some granny porn just to get ready so we can? Have it? It's study. It's study. I could do it here at work. It's. Is there such a thing as granny porn? <sighs> uh, of course there is. <laughs> do you really not know that? Oh, I just wanted to see if he knew. I wanted to see how he was answering, and now he's sweating. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hear. I hear. I didn't know that. I wish I did not know that. Check the channel, oh, Gray and Sweaty. No! That cannot be a good Gray and Sweaty? I'm kidding. I just made, I made that up. I don't know. I'm sure it exists. Who knows? Oh, my God. Well, welcome back to San Diego. You are a busy man. <laughs> usual. We got right into it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Last time you were here, you were at the Belly Up, and it was for your Adapt uh, fundraiser event. How did that go for you? That was great. They raised so much money uh, for ALS and mm -hmm. uh, people with spinal cord injury. Yeah. Well, you did your good work now, so it's time to celebrate you, because you're there for your 14th annual 50th birthday celebration, Steve Holtz, tomorrow night. Fourth. 14th annual 50th birthday bash, which means I just turned 63 because the first annual is when I turned 50. Oh. So that's why it comes out that I way. I don't do math, so I'm just going to believe so, you. So, yeah. Here. But the show right. sold out. So that's cool. I just flew in from Nashville, and it, and it was nice to know that it sold out. And, so. and then you're off to New York in just a couple days. And then you're going to Australia. Yes. Next month. I'm playing New York, D.C., and Philly next week with my friend Keller Williams, who's great. He's, a, he's amazing. And then I'm going to Australia. For five weeks, and you guys should come there and broadcast live. Five we, we wish. Are I'll call you me? from there if you want. Dude, that'd be so fun. Are you an adventurous type of guy? When you go to places like Australia, do you try their weird food, like that Vegemite stuff that tastes like, you know, like a dirty shoe? I love shoe? Vegemite. No, the you key don't. is no, to just use a thin, not too much, but with butter. The butter mixed into it and very thin. You get really used to it with your tea in the morning. Listen to me. Go on, <laughs> your mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They call redheads um, rangas in Australia. So if you're a redhead, they go, look over there. Me, me missus, she's a ranga, mate. Or their kids are rangas. And ranga is short for orangutan. Oh. And, that's, and so it became yeah. shortened to ranga. Because if you're a redhead. So it's like a thing, a proper thing in Australia. They go, oh, she's a ranga. And the other thing they always say is, you know how they say no worries? No worries. Yeah, no yeah. worries, mate. The, then it became... No effin' worries. Effin' stands for the word effin', as you know what that is, the <laughs> F word. No F. So it became no effin' worries. But then when they didn't want to cuss, they switched it around. It became no walkin' furries. So they'd say no walkin' furries, mate. And that became no walkas. 
So now when you go to Australia for no worries, the etymology of it, where it came from, is you'll go, hey, is it okay if I get a, a pina colada up here, a mocktail? They'll go, no, walk us, mate. Meaning that's cool. And that's where it came from. No walking furries, which is actually no effing worries. Yeah, I'd get really scared saying that three times in a row. Dudes, I'm teaching you Australian in here. Yeah, you are. This is amazing. I got a buddy Darren coming down from Australia on March 4th. We're going to do a ride club thing. That's for another time. But he's rented a motorcycle and he is originally from there. Hasn't been here in five years. He's coming back. And he's telling me all about these massive spiders and snakes and all the stuff that can kill you, man. Dude, tell him no wakas. Really? Yeah, yeah I'll do that. There, there's your lingo. I'll do it. And then if you see a redhead, go, hey, Ranga. <laughs> they will freak out. And so, ah. That's sexier than ginger. That's so Sarah asked word. you a question earlier about are you adventurous with the food? Oh, I'm yeah. curious because you're a water guy, if I remember. You're quite a water guy, right? I like making love at midnight in the dance <laughs> of the cave. <laughs> I just wondered if you're the type of guy who will, speaking of dangerous animals and all that, I mean, would you ever do, say, a great white shark cage dive? Would you ever go into the, you know, the bush? Would I go into the bush? Are we going to the uh, villages? Why is it always with the villages with this one? Um, no, I, I walked into that. This is a great show. Your guys' show subtle. has evolved. We're Just like parsley. Uh, no, I don't know that I would go in a shark cage. I don't think I would. Would you? Uh, well, it's on my bucket list. But oh, hell yeah. You would? Yeah, I went diving without a cage 60 feet down in Fiji with shark dives. And we brought a bucket of chum, a trash can of chum, and we chummed the waters and we're swimming. I mean, there weren't great whites there, but there were big sharks there. Oh. It was awesome. It was Do so you like cool. making love at midnight? <laughs> I think it might. <laughs> Inside a shark cage. If you are, then write to me and we'll plan our escape. If you like pina coladas that are mocktails, if you are gluten free, my baby, then I can ride your tail. We could go to the villages. I wake up at three every night cause I have to pee. Cause I am now 80 years old. I got a yellow loofah on my door. That could be our whole new song for it, couldn't it? Do you like drinking cans of Insure? (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my God. And cleaning out my dentures. Will you put in my hearing aids? Write to me and escape. See, as we get older, we need to redo this song. Jimmy Buffett was smart, too. Because that song was by Rupert Holmes. But Jimmy Buffett opened up a retirement community called Margaritaville. Hell yeah. Because he knew all his fans were getting older. And I love Jimmy Buffett. How brilliant was that? And so all the parrot heads moved there. I'm going to open up my own now that I'm 63. Like, I could get Medicaid when? 65? 65, yeah. I'm getting up there, dudes. Where did the time go? I was in the rug burns back in the 80s, buddy. I remember. Yeah. My God. You have such a history, too. You collaborated on several songs with Jewel. In fact, uh, you were meant for me? Yes. Number two. You should know Well, I know her songs, but I know that he's the guy who like co-wrote that and everything, right? Yeah. But you know what song I wish I wrote that I was trying to memorize? What's that song where the guy goes... I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road. Do you know that song? When along came a semi in a high-end canvas covered load. 
If you're going to win a muck mac with me, you can ride. I remember this. I climbed into the cab and I settled down inside. He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand. I said, listen, I've traveled every road in this year land. I've been everywhere, remember that? Oh, there you I've go. been yes. everywhere, man, across the desert's bare, man, I breathe the mountain air, man, travel I've had my share, man, I've been everywhere. Let's see if I know all the cities in the first verse. This is so good. I'm not cheating, right? There's no words. No, you got I've this. been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Ottawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Topakilla, Barranquilla, and Perdilla, I'm a I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. What's the next Woo! verse? Oh, you, you, dude, you know more than I've I been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texarkana, Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Tallapoosa, Glenrock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee to Tennessee, Chicopee, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, for Pete's sake. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Come on, boy. Cross yeah, the desert, spare, man. I've breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Is there another verse? Yeah, I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Ombabica, Shefferville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, back of line, back of line, Nailed it. Wait, we can get through that one, can't we? You can do it. Okay. I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Ombabica, Shefferville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho to Jellicoe to Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina, see what I mean? I've been everywhere, man. Wow. I think there's one last verse. Let's try it. Here goes. I've been to Pittsburgh, Parkersburg, Gravelsburg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Rexburg, Vicksburg, El Dorado, Laramore, Atmore, Haverstraw, Chattanooga, Chaska, Nebraska, Alaska, Opelika, Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Sioux City, Cedar City, Dodge City, what a pity. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. If you like pina coladas, yeah. And running in your underwear. Getting caught in the rain. We're insane. Let's all go to the villages one day, please. Nifty States by Ray Charles. Right. You got it all in there. Now, this is what you experience when you see Steve Pulse. No, seriously, you've even said yourself, you fly by the seat of your pants. There's no plan. I love this stuff. Yes. You just come up with these lyrics. I know that's a song, but I'm saying you come up with these lyrics and these parts of your shows, and it's exactly how you were on Channel 6 back in the day, too. You yeah. just started riffing, but that's why it's so fun to party I can't believe you. I memorized them all. It's crazy. Impress yourself. Your brain, it's full of the most random <laughs> crap in the world. You pull out anything and we love it. <laughs> Do you know an Australian wrote that song? No. Isn't that weird? Really? It's originally written with Australian lyrics that I have to learn before I go there. All these other cities. I want to write one for San Diego. You need to. San Ysidro. Oh, do, please. Like, <laughs> you throw it. San Ysidro, National <laughs> City. <laughs> I got to ask you, man. I've always wondered what it's like in the day of Steve Polt's life without touring, without the guitar. What's a normal day for you? Because you are anything but normal. I mean that as a compliment. I eat the exact same thing every single morning. I wake up and I get Bob's Red Mill Oats. I do two-thirds cup. I pour it in. I cook them. I even bring them on the roads. And I mix in almond butter because you Ugh. want that source of protein. Yes. And then I have on my rider, you know how like rock stars have on their rider? Oh, what's yeah. On your, yeah, what's on yours? Organic bananas and organic blueberries. So you're, boring. You're not, you are not a rock star. No. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's because I'm now 63. And they all, when I was in the Rugburns, I had Jameson, um, all kinds of stuff. 
you know? Oh, yes. I love he says all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, we would have to update the Pina Colada song to, if you're into ayahuasca, you know? Oh, yeah. And vomiting in the Andes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, you tried, have you done ayahuasca? No, I don't want to because I don't like to vomit. I don't I even like the word vomit. And once I heard vomit, I was like, I'm not in this. I don't, I don't want to do it because I don't want to vomit. I hate vomiting. I vomited <laughs> once inside Denny's when these truckers, these truckers picked me up, these painters in a station wagon, and there was a CHP in the air, and they said, don't get in that car because some guy dropped me off on the side of the freeway when I got fired from Roundtable Pizza in La Mesa back in 1979. Bastards. And... Then I got in this thing, and um, the guy said, I'll show you how to get a free meal. And so he said, order whatever you want. I was 19 years old. I got steak and eggs and blueberry pancakes. Then he pulled a hair out of my head and put it in his food and then pulled it out of his mouth and told the waiter there was a hair in his food. And then he he made himself vomit in Denny's on the table. And that made me vomit. I was like the exorcist. (laughs) My head was spinning around, like full-on vomit. And so I was like, that's my ayahuasca trip right there back in 1979. I don't have to do it. You're good. Check that off your list. No, nope. no. Well, why right does there. it? Because there's guided um, ayahuasca trips yes. today, right? Yes. People pay lots of money for this Yeah, stuff. like there's money in it. So we should do guided fentanyl trips. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a market for that? Out. Apparently. Unfortunately, um, yeah. you're not guided. But Hashtag too yeah. soon. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you know what I think is amazing is that people, when one one person yawns, another person yawns. It's the same thing with vomit. Yes. It's astonishing. I know, right? There's a collective vomit. Dude, I played a show recently, and I was in Michigan, and this girl picked me up at the airport, and it was this guy's daughter. He's a venture capitalist, really wealthy guy, really nice. And he goes, my daughter's going to pick you up. He had three daughters. They were so beautiful. 17-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 21-year-old. Three blondes. He goes, the 21-year-old's going to pick you up at the airport. So I flew into Traverse City, Michigan. This is just like a couple months ago. And his daughter picked me up. And I noticed that her eye didn't look real, her right eye. So my gatekeeper's asleep. That keeps the words from coming out. Oh, so Steve. she goes, I'm Caroline. And then I said to her, do you have a glass eye? Oh, my gosh. That was my first word. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I can't believe you just asked me that. Nobody would mention that. <laughs> And then I go, well, ever since I was a kid, my first guitar teacher had a glass eye when I was six years old. He had a wooden leg and a glass eye. And on my lesson, the first thing he did was pop his glass eye out and ask me if I wanted to hold it. And I was too scared. And I said, I've always wanted to hold a glass eye. It's one of my biggest regrets. So she says to me, if you're good and play good shows, the next three dates of the shows, because I was with this guy, Sean Mullins, and Chris Barron, Sean Mullins had this hit out, Rockabye, Everything's. Yeah. And Chris Mullins is from yes. the Spin Doctors. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss can't be right. And we were Great doing song. a yes. Nashville style in the round. And so after the three shows, her parents called me down into the green room and they said, we have a gift for you. And they let me hold their daughter's eyeball <laughs> after the concert. But wait, it gets better. So then last month I was playing a show and the parents flew in and they drilled a hole through the daughter's spare eyeball and they gave me it and I can wear it around my neck. I'm gonna wear it at the belly up at my sold out show tomorrow night. I'm gonna wear her eyeball and it's awesome. And so now when I watch granny porn, I only use that eyeball. So it's her watching it actually. 
It's not me. Steve. <laughs> Steve, thank you for coming in, my man. Oh, I you love you guys. The best. Love you. We wish we could keep you the whole show, man. But this he's going to be in the so belly fun. up. You never know. Maybe you'll get in, just stand outside by the door. Maybe some, I don't Clint, know. Clint, I love you. I love you. Oh, thank you. You it's too, Clint, man. right? Yes, I love cool. you. Don't take the N out of his name or he becomes a body part. Okay. I gotta go. Are you going to pretend his mic doesn't work again so you can be nice up and close to Big Rich? I figured it was off. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, talk again, Rich. No, it's not working. It's, it's not working. <laughs> I love this so much. So it's kind of cool, but before we do the uh, sports report here on the 101.5 KGB, Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, Clinton, Big Rich, I love your reaction when you came in and met Steve Pultz a few minutes ago as he made the mocktails. Yeah, I have no problem telling people what they mean to me. Steve Pultz, awesome. Your opening line, I, you don't know me, but I love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. yeah. I, I mean, so Boyer introduced me to the unbelievable majesty of his talents uh, and I went down the total YouTube wormhole of like listening to as much Pulse as I could because I heard him on DSC. He was doing his sing along like I'm sure he did today. I saw him come in with his guitar. I mean, the talent that you need to have to weave in and out of song and into story and be, I mean, and also folk singing, it hits me right in the heart. Like I just, I love storytelling and I, and it mixes music, which I grew up in a musical household. I have no chops. Can't play a single instrument, but he really, like, that's that's the guy. That's the guy. So I'm Love really it. thrilled to have met him. I'm drinking a drink from Steve Pulse. Yeah, what people don't know is that the, during the song and commercials, Steve took over Happy Hour Friday. He made us his favorite mocktail pina colada. Oh, I mean, when what, have you ever met one you don't hate? But this one, just extra special and delicious. Yeah, he nailed so it. So good by the pool. I'm going to remember this for the summertime. That's a recipe we need to keep forever. Uh, So check this out. Quick sports report. The Seahawks, when they had Russell Wilson, apparently he wanted Pete Carroll gone, the head coach of the Seahawks. He wanted him fired, along with general manager John Snyder. Uh, This was all coming out in an athletic article, the athletic article this morning per league sources. So basically, Wilson was convinced that Carroll and Schneider were inhibiting his quest to winning additional Super Bowls, individual awards. The quarterback had preferred a replacement in Sean Payton, who had recently stepped down from the New Orleans Saints. So Wilson placed his request to fire the coach and the GM in February of 2022. Within days of his call, top team officials met and decided to pursue trading the nine-time Pro Bowler instead of meeting his request to have the executive and the head coach fired. So he ends up getting traded to the Denver Broncos because he laid it out there. He basically said, it's them or me, and they chose them. So that's a tough one, right? Because he's an, an incredible quarterback. Still, and yet you can't set that kind of precedence. You don't. You don't request to fire the coach. Rough stuff. So Peyton and Wilson are now united in Denver after the Broncos hired the coach this offseason. So I guess the ends justify the means. But boy, oh boy, it's all of a sudden you're starting to peel back the layers of the onion, and it was pretty pretty bad there at the end in Seattle. Locally, the Aztecs men's hoops will face the Lobos tomorrow night in New Mexico. Twenty-two and five. San Diego State Aztecs are on a five-game win streak. Tick off. Tip off tomorrow at seven. And I have to bring something to your guys' attention. I'm sorry ahead of time for what he's about to do to you guys. Okay. Oh, boy. I was scouring the internet yesterday. I was searching all sorts of things that maybe I shouldn't have been searching. <laughs> well, it is filthy. It needs scouring. So go ahead. You got to swap off the top layer to get to the, the dirty underbody. And you know what? I found, I found the deepest, darkest trench the internet has to offer. 
Do you guys like potato chips? Love them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so do I. Uh-huh. Um, there is a potato chip brand that makes, how can I put this? How? In a way that we can say on the radio. Well, we went through a lot of slang terms for yes, all we of did. this uh, stuff. Yes, we did. Okay. They made potato chips that are both <laughs> flavored like the Chamber of Secrets. Uh-huh. And ah. also flavored like a Todger. Wait, what? Yes. So there is a potato chip brand. I believe it's called Chaz Chips that have potato chips flavored like lady parts and man parts. And I think maybe we should try them. You are the only one who sees that and says, I need to put that into my mouth. Hang on. Hang on. Hear me out. Um, We should just go ahead and just lay them out in the the middle of the room. And we will obviously trust expertise. Um, But... (laughs) Clint's the only one who's tried both. Hey, hey, that's only on a Friday night. is it Friday? And trust me, Rich, normally Boyer would be a six-pack. You? I don't need anything, big fella. Stop it! You stop it! Stay away from me. We're not sharing a mic anymore. We're sharing more than a mic. Oh, I said sorry, but I guess I should say you're welcome for allowing him to do this. A cocktail. Okay. Okay. What do we use to make those uh, penis potatoes? A dictator? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here all week trying to veal. On his own rib shot. You know what? He deserved a rib shot for that. I'm serious Uh, when I say this. I'm looking at him right now. Big Chaz in your mouth and Chaz D flavor jungle edition. You try them, I'll try them. Done deal. All right. Damn it. Tell you what, KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. Big Rich will be in the studio here in about 20 minutes uh, again for the hour. I have fun with you guys every day on this show, and I'm so blessed to be here. But I got to tell you, today... Today rocks. Could be the capper. (laughs) Today rocks. It does. I love... I love our job. I'm just going to say it. I love our job. I love our people. And I mean, I love we had you guys. Steve Poltz. We had David Keckner. You went nipple to nipple with Big Rich. Well, that's all I was talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I mean, what, what else was there? That's right. Clearly, the third one was the cap. <laughs> you know what we did, though? We did all this without a real alcoholic beverage with a mocktail. Who thought we'd say that? Right, and it didn't even need the alcohol. It no. was delicious and satisfying and fun and just a dance in your mouth, yes. <laughs> dance in your uh, mouth. Happy dance. Okay. okay. Gonna leave that one alone. So, I found this list of things. Some I knew, some I did not. Really shocked me that people are sharing online everyday activities that they did wrong for years. I want to know if you guys were aware of this or not. Okay. The first one is you can take the silverware basket out of the dishwasher to unload it or even to load it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you didn't think of this. Wait a minute. Because I didn't. I've never done that. The only time I take it off, or I don't even take it off, the only time I'm putting it back on is when it freaking falls off and annoys me because the fork gets stuck coming out. Same thing. I'm like, this damn thing, why does it come off? Oh, to make life easier. Boyer, do you do this? Of course. You take it out and you take it over to the silverware drawer and then you just toss the stuff in there. You know what? He studied the schematic, I'm sure of it, as soon as he bought it. That's important. Don't waste celery if it goes limp and loses its crunch. I think you might have hit this one yesterday in a different topic, but you soak it in water overnight, but you put it on a napkin in the fridge. Oh, I don't know. I mean, just throw it out. I can can let celery go to waste. Don't buy it. (laughs) This one I had no clue about. Sliding your thumb on the space bar of your phone if you're sending an email will actually move the cursor left and right. I had no idea. You didn't know this? No. 
Oh, really? Am I the only one? Welcome to 2023. I mean, welcome to 2020 or 2019 or however many years ago that came out. <laughs> I was today years old when I learned this. So here's another one. And this one I knew about. To open bananas, do what monkeys do and open them from the bottom. It's much easier, but I've never done it. Have you actually tried that? Have you done that, Boyer? No, but I'm intrigued by the opportunity. I've done it, and I don't know why. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. It's just so much more. It's just so much more convenient. It makes more sense to just pop it open at the top. I don't know. I kind of agree with you. I like thinking about it. It just seems so natural. Yeah. I only have two more, and okay. this next one. If anyone doesn't know about this, I feel sorry for you, but you're welcome. The inside shower curtain goes inside the tub to keep the floor outside dry. Did anyone not know this already? Oh, yeah. Right? That's why you have two. You have an outside curtain and an inside curtain. Yeah, my three little morons at home, even though I've taught them this 80,000 times, they seem to forget it every single day. It's a flood. Well, Chip, if you're listening, that is for your children then from Sarah. Just make them shower with the garden hose outside. (laughs) Now, this one I am very curious to try. Because I hate giving my credit card to a trial period that you have to call or email to cancel once that trial period's over. So, this person is saying use a gift card to sign up for free trials online. Now, some say it does work with an empty Visa prepaid card. That way you don't worry about forgetting about it and being charged, which has happened to me so many times. Oh, so, okay. So, if I get a Visa gift card from somebody... And I spend it all and it's empty. Mm -hmm. That number would still be active. So they'd think about it that way. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm literally going to sign up for a free trial this weekend on purpose. (laughs) And I'm going to go to like Target and pay the fee and maybe get a $5 Visa gift card and see if it works. Yes. I love that you're a test dummy. Yes. (laughs) Let us know how it goes because that is brilliant. I am all about those kinds of hacks. Yeah. And those. And I want the free stuff. No, me too. (laughs) But that's the whole thing about HBO for free for three months. You always forget, and then your bill goes up 20 bucks or whatever it is. And honestly, it's not the company's fault. They told you, call us to cancel. Yeah. But you I, don't want to give it the three months. Right. I appreciate these people who break all the rules, embed them, and share the results with us. Absolutely. <laughs> We're not saying break the rules, bend the rules. Well, you break them and then tell us how you did it. <laughs> and maybe that's a way we won't feel as guilty. Plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the way you roll. All right. All right. <laughs> it's ridiculous how long it takes them to get ready in the morning. Seriously. Boyer, you're prettier without makeup. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. You can always email us. KGB Mornings at 101KGB.com. We love hearing from you. Yeah, actually. So Alex emailed us. And he said, Dear Sarah Boyer and Clint, I'm the manager of a small retail store. Yesterday was my day off, but I went into the store to make sure everything was set to run smoothly as we have two new hires. And when I got there, my employee Kate was in the back showing other workers some chocolate that she got from her boyfriend for Valentine's Day last week. They were apparently some fancy gourmet dark chocolate truffles Mm. in a little box, and she was showing off the last one. She said that she'd eaten the others and meant to eat the last one last night, but forgot. And anyways, here is where the issue arises. I asked Kate if I could try it. She looked surprised by the question. She took a minute before she answered, and she told me that I can buy some on the website and that she had a little pamphlet that came with all the flavors available. So I said, and she'd ask if I liked it. And so I said, yeah, I love the pamphlet, but I'd also like to try the chocolate to see if it's any good. She said her boyfriend got them for her and she didn't think it'd be right for her to gift 
it to someone else. So I laughed and I told her in a lighthearted tone that if you want to be stingy, you could just say that. A couple of the other employees laughed, but I guess uh, Kate didn't find it funny. She stood there and didn't say a word. She's very talkative and bubbly, so this was unlike her. She ended up closing the box of chocolate and said something about forgetting to do something and left the room. So her reaction totally threw me. Was I out of line to ask to try a a piece of the chocolate that she was showing off? I think if you're friends or your family and you have that kind of relationship, absolutely. He's not wrong at all. She could have been honest and said, no, I'm eating the last one. Get one for yourself. And that's just because I want to eat it. She went a roundabout way and, oh, you can get it from the site. She should have let him try it. Well, he's the boss, so if she wanted a promotion without having to blow the guy, uh, she should have just given him the chocolate. What? Just give him the chocolate. What but, is wrong with you two? Well, she was showing asked, it off. Yeah. She was showing it it's off. One piece left, and this is a woman's chocolate. Do you not know you don't touch a woman's chocolate? Do you not know, madam? That you don't show a man chocolate if you don't intend on sharing it. She was showing her friends in the back room, like, which is what girls do. Oh, look what he got me. Look what he got me. He walked in on their business because that's what he, he wasn't even supposed to be there. It was his day off. I think he is a total jerk for asking for her chocolate, her last piece of special chocolate that had to be flown in and delivered. He should have known better. Every woman in that room, every single woman in that room is secretly pissed at her. For not offering them the chocolate. She's the doucher! No! He should have never done that. Guys, rule number one. You chocolate comes before all of you. That is true. Up next, round two of the crackpot news, and we've got a news quiz for you. It is your crackpot news with Sarah. Call us at 888-570-1015 if you'd like to score those big bear lift passes and rentals because there's going to be a news quiz. Yes, there is. And maybe Big Rich, just be on standby to do my news Monday if I if I get snowed in a big bear. Oh, yeah. Because we're chasing that blizzard. A little crackpot news. Yeah, okay, I'll we'll handle it if you can't make it. <laughs> Okay, so Washington, D.C. has a problem with juvenile carjacking right now, but one older woman would not let it happen to her. There's a woman in one neighborhood known as Grandma, and last Friday, she was on her way to chemotherapy when a 15-year-old boy tried to carjack her. He walked up to her and demanded her keys, saying that he had a gun, but Grandma didn't care. Grandma told him, baby, you better shoot me because you are not taking my car. Love it. So wow. he grabbed her hand and they started brawling. She told the news, he pushed me to the door and I got up and I grabbed him and I was hitting his butt. I was hitting him and fighting him. And I said, you're not going to take my car, youngin. <laughs> Grandma called for help and her neighbors came out. The kid ran across the street, but the neighbors caught up with him. And between them and Grandma... The kid got so roughed up that he had to leave in an ambulance you know what? before going to jail. Wow. If you normally told me that about a 15-year-old, because you don't hit kids. But I tell you, if he's out doing that, ass whooping. Oh, yeah. yeah. He started it. He grabbed her. Okay? Yep. And then it's like, all right, you started the... Like, we tell our kids all the time. You know, so in hockey, you don't start you don't start it, but you end it. That's a new YouTube channel. Badass grannies. <laughs> yeah. I think there's already a channel. Oh, no. And I don't encourage anybody to go to that website. You're going to see some life-changing stuff. Mm. (sighs) Different kind of channel, Rich.
that work she did with a bowling pin was astonishing. Okay. The Washington just got, um, you know what? That's, I thought this was a bad idea. Maybe it's a good one. Robots are taking your job and coming for you. The hopefully boy or you're next. The, the Washington Post just did a big write-up on how companies are now using AI to choose who gets laid off. Google laid off 12,000 employees last month, and people thought some of the layoffs seemed a little bit random. So they vented online about this and speculated that it really seems like AI had a hand in this, even though Google's claiming that's not the case. But someone pulled 300 HR managers last month, and 98%, that's a big number, um, expect to use software or algorithms to help make decisions about layoffs this year. Whoa. Companies are already using this type of tech in other ways, including choosing who the best person to hire is for the mm. position. Here's the problem, I think, and, and I get where they're going with this. The algorithms, your your workload, how much you're actually performing, the whole thing, right? Think about this, though. If you have to enter everything you do to quantify whether you deserve that job or not, <sighs> half your job is quantifying why you deserve that job. Because there's a lot of things you do that aren't on the computer. And AI's not going to do background checks on you to see right. if you're lying. They don't know yeah, if you're I'm, making up all of your resume. Mm-hmm. And what about, like, just personal relationships? Like, you know, being a good person. You know, just walking around, saying hello. You're the guy at the copier with the coffee mug. I mean, sometimes yes. sometimes that's the guy you need or the gal you need. You don't uh, have sex uh, with uh, that computer just to get a good review. That's a good point, too. <laughs> right? That's a good point, too. So, yeah, somebody's got to bang the computer then. Right, exactly. And that's, that's... One day we are going to be sitting at our houses 10, 20 years from now going, can't believe I lost our jobs to that. <laughs> 1015KGB, good morning, San Diego. Well, in other Come robot on. taking of the world news, AI may, you know, they might take our jobs, but on the plus side, um, we might not have to spend our days at home doing housework because robots and AI will have covered that too. And this is a plan I approve of. Experts predict that around 39% of the time spent on housework and caring for loved ones could be automated by 2033. The most likely chores that robots could take over are getting your groceries, shopping. That's not a chore. That's a chore. You leave that shopping to me. Uh, Household (laughs) cleaning, dishwashing, cooking, ironing and folding, and the laundry. The least likely stuff to be automated mostly involves living things like childcare, interacting with kids. Uh, pet care, caring for an adult, car maintenance, gardening, to name a few. Well, I will say this. Sleeping with the maid is going to be a lot more difficult. <laughs> going to have to find that floppy disk drive. Uh, if they can't put on that short skirt and hold that oh, feather duster God. to ticky in those special Everything places. I'm sorry. I'm How sorry. Did, get here? So, did you always have that creepy mustache on your face, by the way, or did that just come up overnight? <laughs> Where did I, that pop from? What just happened to your face? I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> here and we will be back with a news quiz for your big bear tickets next she has the face for television isn't she gorgeous the other two found the perfect job for their faces kgb mornings with sarah boyer and clint 1015 kgb this would be the final round of Sarah's Crackpot News, which means you need to call 888-570-1015 right now because when she's finished, she will have a question for you. And if you get it right, you could be going to Big Bear with those passes and rentals. Well, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance only resulted in 103 complaints to the FCC, which is actually pretty low compared to Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Their show, their wardrobe malfunction in 2004, got 540,000 complaints. Whoa. So, 
barely any. Well, there was a nipple during that one. So that there's that. That changed everything. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. It literally changed everything in radio. Mm-hmm. FCC regulations, that was a pivotal moment. It's incredible. But still, complaints did come in, and some thought that her song lyrics were way too sexual. One person said, I don't care what someone worships, but children shouldn't be exposed to pornography. And as an adult, I don't wish to see it. Where has decency gone? How about respect for others and self? Another said, this year the halftime show was so indecent I had to turn off the TV because of the pornographic content. And Rihanna didn't do a lot of dancing herself because she's pregnant. Uh, But at least one person did not like what they saw from her, saying that she spread her butt cheeks at the crack. She rubbed her pants. (laughs) She rubbed her pants. This is what they said. Go ahead. Wear her labia word three times. Yep. I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw mean, it, I, and then I rewind, <laughs> and then I saw it again, <laughs> and I saw it a third time. Well, it was just announced yesterday that Rihanna will be bringing her porn act to the Academy Awards on March 12th. Her song "Lift Me Up" from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever uh, is nominated for Best Original Song. Better be careful; they've got extra security there this year. Seriously, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. so stupid. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Will. A crisis team. They're actually calling it a crisis team. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, somebody's going to barge onto the stage and slap somebody. But no one does that. This happened one time, and now it's this thing that we have to worry about. It's so stupid what he did. Somebody's going to, you know, touch their labia for crying out loud. (laughs) We need a crisis team. That's not why they're there, Rich. They're going to allow that. Okay. Okay. Remind me here. Who watches Stranger Things? Right here. You. Mm -hmm. Do you watch it, Rich? I've only seen a couple episodes. Okay, so Clint, you're into this. We heard rumors, you know, that Yellowstone may be ending after the next season. Uh, but is it time for Stranger Things to finally end as well? Can't believe I'm saying this. I think they've got maybe a season left, maybe two max, because the boys are getting older. And it's kind of like Leave it to Beaver. Cute little kid, Jerry Mathers and all that. You grow up, you get ugly, and it's over. And you can't bring in a cousin Oliver. That never works. Right. No. Right. Uh-huh. No. That's when Fonzie jumps the shark and yeah. everybody's like, okay. That was we're, a travesty. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Well, you guys have your finger on the pulse. David Harbour, who plays Jim Hopper. Love that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like the counterpart to, Win- to Winona, right? Hellboy, the, the whole guy. thing, the new Hellboy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he absolutely thinks it's time. He says, we're almost nine years from filming the first season. I think it's time for it to end. It is, of course, very bittersweet. There's a sadness there, but we've all grown up. It is time for us to leave the nest and try other things in different projects and to let the Duffer brothers try different things as well. Those guys are so talented. I want to see what they come up with next. Rom-coms, that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have um, a lot to finish before the end of the show. So it was a super quick news report. We're going to wrap it up here and do a news quiz because uh, right now you could win big bear tickets if you get the question right, 888-570-1015. But then next, instead of big red sports reports, you're finally going to beat his, beat the jock. I was about to say, yeah, you better be careful. the jock. Not beat his jock, you. beat the jock. I'm sorry, I'm just getting excited for you because I know you've been looking forward to this. So mm. we're going to play another game in a minute. So we're going to wrap up the news. No game. hands. <laughs> All right, here we go. KGB, you want to get stuck in the snow in Big Bear with Sarah? I do. All right. What's, what's the question? Um, oh, can you turn down the radio? I think that guy is right now getting fired by AI. I'm sorry that you're losing your job. Who is this? Charles. All right, Charles, here we go. Charles, who is um, getting some backlash from tucking her... 
touching her labia three times? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, names. Um, oh no, just say a name. Five, four, <laughs> three, four, three, two. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, oh, dang it. You guys, Goodness you just said gracious. it like a minute ago. I know, just guess anything. Just ugh. KGB, who's this? Do you want to take the news quiz? Answer both questions quickly. Yes, sure. Who's in trouble getting heat for touching her labia three times? That'd be Rihanna. There we go, baby. Hold on. We'll get your information. So if you'd like to get stuck in the snow, (laughs) like Sarah's going, she won't be in Monday. There's no way in hell. No chance. I'm going to try. Eight 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 five seven zero one zero one five. If you would like to play Beat the Jock for those Big Bear tickets, our cute little head Shauna normally would play Beat the Boss against her today, but she is out in Vegas. Whatever. Swinging it. Yep. Didn't invite us. It's okay. We know where to find you. We'll show up. But if you would uh, like to play right now, and we have some people picking their players already, we have Big Rich in to take Shauna's place. So uh, basically, how this works, Rich? Yeah. I am going to play some songs. And it is a name is your buzzer. You have to buzz in with your name. And then you have to tell me the the title of the song and the artist. Okay. Okay. That's easy. But as it appears, like you have to, if there's weird little markers or anything, you have to tell me the full title of the song. Sometimes people put things in parentheses and um, like, I can't get no satisfaction. The title of it is parentheses. I can't get no close parentheses. Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Here's the other thing. She is basically Hitler with this game. You can't even say a word. If you don't know it, like, oh, I don't know it, that counts name as your buzzer. You can't say a word unless you think you know it. Or you could just let him find that out on his own, and it could have gotten you an extra point, but it's okay. Right. Now he's all caught up. My own name is my buzzer, (laughs) and by that, I will win Alina a a significant prize. Okay, Alina, that's your your player? That's my player. Can you tell us who chose Clint August today? Clint is going to play for Charles today. That was the last pick. And then Boyer, you got Jason. All right, Jason. By the way, not only are you playing for Alina, but her sister Alina. Alina and Alina? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> Which one leans, though? Oh, boy. Listen, it's oh, going to be fun. Al- Al- Alina, he's all yours. I'm okay, sorry. So the theme of these songs are, these are the, according to some poll, literally said, according to research, these are the happiest songs that you hear on the radio. Okay, so that's your random thing they all have to do with something being happy. And uh, we're going to get right into it. Number one. Uh, Boy. Wow. The Beach Boys performing good vibrations. And that is how you do it. That that was outrageous. Yeah, they they came to play. I mean, what just happened to me? (laughs) I was slow on that one. I apologize. I'm sorry, Alina. (laughs) All right, let's see if you can uh, pick things back up for her with this one. Oh, that was Clint. I heard the k- right before the b. James Brown, I feel good. Is that it? That's, uh, uh-huh. that's all you want to... That's it? Okay. That's all you got? James Brown, mm-hmm. I-, I feel good. What the hell? Oh, wow. Oh, and you know what, Rich? That's a buzzer, so you just dinged right in. How would, how would you uh, <laughs> title that? Because now you're up. That's not great. Um, <laughs> James Brown, I feel good. Open parentheses... So good. Close parentheses. I love Damn it. A forever, but no, I'm guessing Boyer's going to stay silent in this because you guys just lost points and he's going to remain in the lead. That is, <sighs> I got you, parentheses, I feel good, close parentheses. I hate that crap. That hurts my feelings. James Brown. Mm. All right, here we go. 
I'm coming out, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> what? Clint? Damn it. Uh, My love, God. I you're, try, you're trying, though. Where? I mean, sorry, Clint. Really? Clint. Uh, Clint sorry. Uh, uh, I'm coming out. Uh, pink. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what? You got, you got the artist. No, it is pink. No. It is pink. And I know Boyer's not buzzing oh, in. Oh, damn it's, it. It's Can called, I guess again? Yeah, you're not going to get a point, but yeah, what is it? Get this party started. Get the party started. Get the party started. <sighs> Quick question. Yeah. I forget. Boyer didn't say anything, but he doesn't get a point for that, right? No. Okay. He right. Just stays oh, okay. At zero okay. Okay. Whatever he's. What is the score right now? It's one one. Clint mm. Boyer. No, it's not. Oh, no. it's. Oh, then it's Boyer one. Yes. Uh, Clint and R- Big Rich none. No. Minus two. Wait, what? You yeah. Every time you miss it, minus no. one. Oh, this is over <laughs> punitive, right? <laughs> what is happening? All right, boys, let's go. And when she knows what she Boyer. That is Uptown Girl performed by Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. And I knew that. I know. Okay. Yeah. You guys suck. Oh, come on. Yeah, you. That is Abba performing Waterloo. Yes, it is. Okay, so the score right now is Boyer has three in the Mm -hmm. positive direction. Clint and I have negative two. Yep. Yeah. And you guys, you you have four songs left. Let's pick it up. Beach Boys. Oh no! Come on, Beach Boys. Get around. She gets around. What? That is the Beach Boys performing "I Get Around." Yes. This is absurd. (laughs) This is absurd. Now let me tell you something. This is a short clip because you all, you better know this one. Big Rich. Village People YMCA. Say that again. Village People. The Village People YMCA. Oh, oh wait. What? It's, it's, it's the people. Village. Oh, I didn't That's hear you say that. Oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah, so yeah. ready to trounce on you. <sighs> okay, I'm back to negative one. Boyer has four. You're at negative three, Clint. Let's, you don't need to keep score every time. I'm let's just saying. make this a 20-point question. My heart is pounding. Let's make this 20 points so we can get an evil, I'm sorry, an evil, e- evil? equal. Equal. <laughs> I don't know what word you're trying to say. Choose your words wait, 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 carefully. Labia? Oh, sorry. That was from Rihanna. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. I don't think one of you is going to get this one. Hold it's on. 20-point question. You know what? I'm taking another one off for Rich just because he pissed you off just now. I appreciate that, and I approve so of this unfair. message. Uh, 20 points here. No one's going to get this, although this is one of my favorite songs, and it made the list, so that's why I'm playing it. Sun is shining. The weather is Now you've heard the title. I know it's Ziggy Marley. Mm. Oh, you just buzzed in. Just no, so you know. no, you said we weren't. Uh, mm, mm. I'm gonna say anything about that. Mm. Five, four, three. Fine, Ziggy Marley, two. Sunshine, whatever. You have no idea how close you were. Are you? Heard the title. Big Rich. Big Rich. Ziggy Marley, the sun is shining. Damn it. How it's did... Bob. 
Bob. Why you wouldn't go oh, with Bob? Oh, that didn't sound like Bob. That didn't it sounded sound like, like his son. Go like Ziggy. I agree. With Bob. You have no idea what you're talking about. I that is know Bob. Bob Marley, man. Bob Marley that didn't sound like Bob Marley. Uh, it nothing. definitely did not. So what was it, 12? We are down to the final question. So uh, can you update us on the score? Because that was a minus 20 for those who okay, missed it. Okay, hang on. I'm at minus 23. You're at minus three. <laughs> uh, 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 he, was, he lost 20. From I lost 20. Oh, yeah. Clint. Uh, Clint is at negative three. And then Boyer. He lost 20 as well. Oh, you did too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh we're tied at negative, negative 23. And, and Boyer is in the lead with I don't four. cheat, Rich. I, you're one ahead of me. You my really God. Are. I never I really? root, yeah, I never root for you, Boyer, okay. but my God. <laughs> so, Boyer, what is a, uh, a score here, a point value that would make it anybody's game, but anybody could win with this value. Well, in honor of the meatheads that we are playing against here, 22 big meat-beating million billion points. Thank you. That is fair, and that will declare a winner for sure. Get ready with those buzzers. Big Rich. <gasps> Who said it? That was the K before the B. Clint. That was September by the Commodores. <laughs> what? Oh, oh no, I got the wrong Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's the greatest song ever made. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Boyer, my kids. Please, please that fix is this. September for, performed by Earth, Wind, and, and Fire. fire. Oh my gosh. I knew it when I said it. You do not. Is the winner with four plus one bajillion meathead cabillion and Jason. Jason on line two wins the prize. I knew that was Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I saw them live. Wait, you saw them live? Yeah, this is crushing. I saw them after we lost the Super Bowl. They were the opening act. It was the best night of my life. And you lost September, September. Well, it's Friday. Wow. <laughs> we needed the buildup. We needed the buildup. Uh-huh. I feel... It's a big deal. Oh, my God. Where is it? Oh, my God. Where is it? What this are you is, talking about? This is so important. <laughs> what's about to happen to all of us. Well, it's Friday. And your weekend is so close you can smell it. But you haven't fully earned it until you show the honor, dignity, and reverence of celebrating great events which happened this week in history. For that, you must direct your attention to the man, the myth, the self-proclaimed legend... Chris Boyer, as we proudly present the Boyer featurette. Thank you, Clint! <laughs> that we can smell. <laughs> it is a Friday. It is a time for a listen back to some of the great things that probably happened to us this week in history, roughly. On or near our fantastic planet Earth. How about this? Let's go back to 1942. The first shelling of the U.S. mainland during World War II occurred as a Japanese submarine fired on an oil refinery in Elwood, California. It was the first enemy attack in almost 130 years. 2009 this week, the Grandview Topless Coffee Shop began operation in Maine with a staff of three topless waitresses, a place where every guy ordered coffee with cream. <laughs> 1980 was the year pivotal moment for the ice hockey in the United States came this week as the miracle on ice with the U.S. victory over Russia in a dramatic come-from-behind 4-3 victory. <laughs> Thus, Russian girls and the Russian hockey players both changed their pads after three periods. 
1857, the first shipment of perforated postage stamps received by the U.S. government. Just pull them apart and lick. Good advice for stamps and those ladies' legs. Mm-hmm. 1938, the first nylon bristle toothbrush was made in Arlington, New Jersey. It was the first commercial use of nylon. Better than the hog's hair toothbrushes before them and way better than the pubic hair toothbrushes. Those were just silly. 1886, Charles Hall completed his invention of aluminum. 1997 was the year. Kept secret until this week. The story broke that Dolly, a seven-month-old sheep, was the first clone of an adult mammal. The Roslyn Institute in Scotland had cloned seven sheep, including three breeds from different cell types, which is all right as long as they can't make them talk. Uh, 1630 the year when popcorn was introduced to the English colonists by Native American Quadakina. Hot buttered popcorn. It's perfect for the movies. I mean, what guy would want to stick his boner through the bottom of a bucket of spaghetti? It's true. Uh Moving on. 2013 was the year when horse meat was found at a huge consignment of meatballs served at an Ikea store restaurant. Authorities reported that they had detected horse meat in the frozen meatballs. Customers who ate the horse meat were all in stable condition. (laughs) But finally, (laughs) we celebrate this great event in history! (laughs) Go ahead and chow it down. Whatever is piled on your plate... Corn on the cob and applesauce. It's okay to masticate. (laughs) Swallow it as well as possible. Though some declines retreat, your flicking tongue dislodge fails. You unsuccessfully suck the meat. Quick and free and disposable. A remedial cure for dental blight. A little prick between your teeth makes you feel just like Snow White. It's 1872 and Silas Noble patented the toothpick. We celebrate that with the Boyer featurette with Sarah, Boyer, Clint, and Big Ranch on the KGB. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. That, that was, was monumental. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> that was magnificent. And earlier when I got the wrong answer for Earth, Wind, and Fire September, I have a friend who texts in and she says her boyfriend Chuck is driving, losing his S that you called Earth, Wind, and Fire the Commodores. Oh. Yeah. He wants to speak to you when we're back from San Felipe. So it was just it was such a good Friday until I know. How could you do that? You know? Wow. I knew it was wrong when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I wish I could put it back in my mouth. I'm talking about the words. Anyway. So did Silas, the inventor of the toothpick. <laughs> Wait, is that really the inventor of the toothpick? I'm not sure. <laughs> I've been yeah, drinking Silas all day. Silas Noble and J.P. Oh, there Cooley. you go. Yeah. Who so, forget memory, JP? we've mm. got a great show planned for you Monday. We have no idea what we're doing yet, but we do know it's got to be with Sarah. So when you're going to Big Bear with these horrible road conditions, actually, if you're skiing or snowboarding, I great I know what conditions. I'm doing. Yeah. Are you going for sure? Are you? Yeah. Chip's like, can you please get home already? I'm like, ugh, ugh, I'm working. But yeah, as soon as I get out of here, I'm literally running out so we can try and beat the storm. Is that what you tell them? Is that what we call this work? I know, right? Really? Don't pull my cover. So yeah, we'll see. I do know that you guys, whether I'm here or not, uh, we will have tickets to the Eagles to give away every single day next week. Yeah, I was a little Thank late. You. Yeah. So that's going to be amazing. Seriously, we'll have two pairs every morning. Now, the other thing to think about is go on to uh, KGB Mornings 
on on uh, Instagram because we have Steve Poltz on there. We yep. also have a man, David Keckner, Todd Packer from The Office. He's so damn good. Both of them, we had so much fun with them, and we have got videos with them. We do, and we actually have a video of Champ Kind. Okay, so Champ Kind came out in studio today. Whammy! He was <laughs> off air. He saved this, these goods for us, so you can only see it on our Instagram, at KGB Mornings. And, of course, Steve making his mocktail for happy oh, hour. The so video that good. is there as well. Yep. The, the pina colada, the virgin pina coladas, best happy hour Friday ever. Yep. Incredible. Hmm. You sure even over Boyer's one beer and bag of chips? You know what? <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> I think you already knew that, but it was Sorry. still fun nonetheless. All right, we're going to see you Monday morning. Allie's up next. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Sarah, be safe, please. Thank you. I'll try. And if you've ever served this country, past, present, men, women, every branch, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you. And God bless you and your families for your tremendous sacrifice. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.